Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dilmore. Big brother may soon be in your backseat listening to every word. Yes, Senate Bill 1830 requiring every American vehicle to be equipped with a black box type recording and tracking device could be knocking at our door. No more talking politics while driving. <laughs> I'm just saying. This morning we have Gary Creep with us, President of the United States Justice Foundation, and he's going to get us the facts on this issue coming up in the second segment. But also, it's National Tire Safety Week. So we have Rick Brennan, a vice president with Kumo Tire here with us to share some easy ways to roll into tire safety. Welcome, Rick. Yeah. Hi, Robbie. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. You're out in Los Angeles, so we appreciate you getting up early this morning. Uh, it's always great to get up early. It's always sunshiny out here, so I'm lucky. <laughs> Well, this time of year, it's sunshine here, too. Yeah. Uh, so this, a lot of people don't realize that what they're rolling on right this very minute is a is a potential time bomb if they don't get just normal maintenance. And so you guys have a really cruel ac acronym. We went from the acronym part, but now the new one is called TIRE. Yeah, TIRE. We took uh, the word TIRE. And we're trying to use it to get people to be more aware of the fact that they have to maintain the tires to get the most out of them and to keep them safe. And with T stands for tread, tread and wear, I stands for inflation, R for rotation, and I for probably the, one of the most important things that people don't do is eye inspection, to be able to get down on their hands and knees and really look at the tires. Right, or... <laughs> It's amazing how simple stuff like that could be. So we've got, we definitely have got a great opportunity for you to call in with that tire question today at 866-348-7884. But as always, the star of the show is Jesus. And I would love to hear from you today on how the Lord may have brought you through what I'll call a moment of truth. Ah, and what do I mean by a moment of truth? Well, just like Rick with Kumo Tires is going to point out that some of us may not pay attention to our tires. And one day, that lack of care or inflation causes a blowout. In that moment, in that moment, everything can change. Someone could lose a life or wreck their car or dis disable a stranger. That's what we like call a moment of truth. There's been something going on the whole time, but all of a sudden, the truth comes out. And with that moment, everything changes. We'd love to hear your moment of truth or your tire question this morning, 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. For those of you who are digitally gifted and don't have BlackBerry phones. <laughs> also this morning, we have Dan Santarelli, our Christian Toyota guy with Modern Toyota. Welcome, Dan. Good morning, Robbie. How are you doing this morning? Uh, you've got a moment of truth to share, too, don't you? I do. And it is. Well, the moment of truth came in 2010 when I was taken to the emergency room, and I thought I was having a heart attack. Wow. And we're going to hear about that from Dan, as yeah. well as a moment of truth that may be for 
your car that moment you wow it could be time to trade it it could be time to get new tires it could be time what about those moments of truth we'd love to hear yours 866-348-7884-866-34 truth and then in our appraisal by the real black book that's where we search the bible for hidden treasure cry out for discernment lift up our voice for understanding similarly to dan's moment of truth my son-in-law a week ago Monday, was just putting on his clothes, getting ready for a normal day at work. But when he got to work, he passed out. And when they took him to the emergency room, they found out he has leukemia. Seriously. And all of a sudden, in a moment, everything changed. And I was studying Isaiah 15 this week, and my old friend Matthew Henry and I, (laughs) we started to see some of these moments of truth in the Bible and what that may mean for you. And I'm going to get to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy show hopefully is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt. Watching people go into the slavery of debt for 35 years is a big reason we started this show. And cars need tender, loving care. They need a name like Old Red. If you think about it, tractors, they've been running out there in the elements since the 1940s. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it'll last as long as you do. And also, we talk about car safety. Cars need to be safe and driven safely. We always talk about wear your seatbelt, don't speed. If you're truly following Jesus, in other words, if he's driving in the car ahead of you, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be blowing by him. So it's, it's estimated, actually, it is estimated by me that Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on just speeding. And so I always talk about, you know, why are we doing that? And, and, there's, and there's judgment coming for all that speeding if we don't straighten up. So... Again, this is a live show. We need to hear your story. We need to hear your testimony. Today's question, what was your moment of truth, and how did Jesus walk with you through that? The time one moment changed everything, and how Jesus walked with you. Perhaps you've been tailgating for years, and then this time, (laughs) 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Again, you can find out all this information, all about Kumo tires, what tire means, how to check your tire safely, even have a video on how to check your tire pressure, all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as information on this new Senate Bill 1830. And as always, you can go there and ask an expert. Email Dan, my Christian Toyota guy, my Christian body shop guy, my Christian mechanics. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus' labor of love which is free car repair labor for single moms and widows and families in a crisis across the country. Again, we're up to 31 outlets that are providing that for, for folks in a crisis. And if you, need to, if you know somebody that's in a crisis or you know somebody who wants to volunteer for that program, it's all there at christiancarguy.com, jesuslaborlove.com as well. So getting right to Rick, we appreciate so much your time this morning, um, it's so cool to see what Kumo Tires is doing in the way of safety, you know, both now through National Tire Safety Week, but also, you know, you've got a new teen thing that we're going to do a show on later. But, Rick, how do people decide it's really time to change those tires? Uh, well, they have to keep them foremost in their mind when they drive because tires are the only part of their car that touches the ground. And each point that that tire touches is only about the size of the palm of your hand. 
So you have to rely on those things explicitly to keep keep you safe and to make sure you can maintain your car. So looking at the tires, checking the tires' pressure uh, is the most important thing you can do. Uh, making sure that the tires have enough air in them, make sure that they don't squish too much when they roll. Um, every Every tire, when you walk past it, you can see kind of squishes down at the bottom from the weight of the car. That is designed into the tire to be able to happen. If you underinflate your tires, then that amount of squish gets more, and that tire actually bends more than it's supposed to when you drive. And at 60 miles an hour, a lot of people don't think about it, but uh, a tire on, say, a Toyota Camry turns about 850 times a mile. At 60 miles an hour driving down the highway, that tire is turning 850 times a minute. And so that if that tire is flexing too much because it doesn't have enough air in it, it builds up a tremendous amount of heat that can actually melt the rubber that's inside the tire. So when that happens, then that's when the tire blows out because the rubber can no longer hold the pieces of the tire together. So air pressure is the number one way to control the biggest enemy of tires, which is heat. So if your tires are properly inflated, they'll roll for as long as the tread will last. So checking that tire pressure is the main thing. And then getting down in your hands and knees and taking a look at the tire, looking for cracks, gouges, anything that's poked into it, anything that doesn't look normal, because the tires can not only be a uh, eyepiece for what's going on with the tire, but many things that may be wrong with the car can show up in tire wear as well. Wow, and so when- and and the, you guys at Kumo, you've come out with a new tire design that even though everybody needs to check these things. But don't you have one that, when it begins to run flat, actually tries to keep the bead up closer to to the wheel so it doesn't lose that connection? Right. One of the uh, aspects of safety is when the tire when the tire does go flat, that you still maintain control of the vehicle. So Kumo makes a run flat tire that actually has a extra support inside the, the tire itself that will keep it from totally collapsing so you can maintain control of the vehicle even though the tire wow. is... Well, we, we've got to go to a break. I know you're not going to get tired of the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're going to get rolling here in a second. No, I'm saying. <laughs> and we got Gary with the uh, United States uh, Justice Foundation going to be coming up with us in just a second. So we're going to find out about a lot more. Stay tuned. What was your moment of truth we're talking about today on the Truth Network, but also on the Christian Car Guys show? Was it something you did or didn't do to your car, to your tires? Maybe we've got Rick Brennan here with Kumo Tires, as well as coming up shortly, we've got Gary Creep with the United States Justice Federation. Going to talk about this new U, uh, Senate Bill 1830 that could require a black box in everybody's car so the government could be listening in on <laughs> whatever may be going. We're going to hear about that coming up shortly, but we still got Rick with us from Kumo. Rick, Dan, during the break, our Christian Toyota guy, he's got a question for you. Okay. Do you, uh, do you run nitrogen uh, uh, in your tires out there? 
No, I don't. Um, nitrogen, actually, the molecules of nitrogen are, are larger than air, so they don't uh, leak out of the tire as much as air does. Um, the problem is the difference is so small that uh, for a lot of people, they spend a lot of money to have their tires inflated with nitrogen. It can help. Uh, they've used a lot in racing uh, because of the nature of the way tires are used in racing. But for normal street driving, it can give an advantage so that you, uh, the tires can maintain their air pressure a little better. They also, it also makes it easier for the tire to maintain a constant pressure because there's no moisture in the air. And moisture in the air that's inside the tire actually expands at a different rate when it gets warm than the air does. So by putting nitrogen in the tire, it can make it more stable. But the difference is very small. So even if people can't afford to put nitrogen on the tire, just making sure that you check the air pressure weekly is the answer if you can't uh, afford to have nitrogen put into your tire. Sometimes it's as much as $10 a tire to have that nitrogen put in. Yeah, so in certain climates, like if you're out west where there's no humidity, you know, in, in California or in New Mexico or someplace like that, it's one thing, obviously, in North Carolina where you live, Dan. It, it, it's a little bit a different situation, but the good yeah. news is air is free. <laughs> yeah, air is free. <laughs> Nitrogen whatever. But that brings up a great point. The, the inflation not only has the issue with safety, didn't you wonder how many millions of dollars get spent every day on gasoline for vehicles and vehicles because they're running under inflated tires. People don't realize what that cost. Yeah, it's, it's millions of dollars when you add it up across the United States. As the air pressure goes down in the tire, it makes it flex more, which means that it doesn't roll as easy. And that one piece of, of energy that's used up by that tire to be able to roll by itself really can make a big difference. Uh, it can save you, over years, it can save you hundreds of dollars at the pump. Maybe not as much for each tank, maybe only a few miles for each tank full, but it adds up over time. So not only making sure that you can drive safely and the tires are maintained, but uh, it can save you gas as well. But the other end of that spectrum, some of the hypermilers used to talk about putting too much air pressure in there. You, when you go the wrong way, you're really putting your family at a risk, too. So you need to get the proper air pressure for your tires. Now, a lot of people would think that that's on the sidewall of the tire, but it's not, is it, Rick? No. It's yeah, in your owner's manual, and sometimes it's on the side panel of the door. And I always tell people, you know, go to your dealer, go online to Toyota or Honda or, or GM or, or Ford or Chrysler. They will send you an owner's manual for two or three bucks. That thing is invaluable. And you, if, you, if you have a car, you need an operator's manual because those are the kind of things that you can only get from that particular publication. Right. The proper air pressure for the tires that are on your car is really based on how much your car weighs and what the manufacturer decided was the right tire to put on it. The guy who made the car consults with us, and we put a tire on it, and then the right air pressure is chosen. So if you put what's on the sidewall of the tire, that's just how what the maximum you can put in. So that can make the tire more vulnerable to blowing up when you hit something hard like a curb or a big pothole as you're driving down the road that you can't miss, that you may not see till the last minute. So too much air can be 
bad not only for safety and the ability of the tire to withstand an impact, but also makes the tire wear less because you're actually putting a lot more stress and strain on the tread area itself. Yeah, plus in certain situations, you don't get as much traction in the rain and all those kind of things. So the proper air pressure is extremely critical, but there's another safety issue that a lot of folks don't look at that I'd love you to speak to, Rick, is tires are only supposed to take a certain amount of load. Now, for people that drive trucks, they don't realize, yeah, you may have a three-quarter ton axle, but your tires are going to be a big determining factor on how much weight that you ought to put in your station wagon, minivan, and those kind of things because you're affecting the safety of your vehicle. Am I right? You are right, Uh, especially for pickup trucks or, in many cases, even big SUVs. People are buying big SUVs today to use as a car, and they don't realize that sometimes they may use it. Okay, I can load this thing up because it's big, but if they haven't put enough air in the tires or if the tires that were put on it when you purchased it, when you purchased new tires, weren't the right uh, load capacity, then you're doing the same thing as, if the tires don't have enough air in it, too much weight on a tire that can't carry it does exactly the same thing as having a tire that's uh, underinflated. So making sure that, that that tire that you purchase has the right um, load capacity is important. And over, over the years, the tire industry has done a lot of things that made it tough. But now we use what we call a load index. There's a simple number after the tire size that... Uh, really tells you how much the tire can carry. And as long as when you purchase new tires, you make sure that that load index is the same as the tires that came on the vehicle, which you can find on the door placard or in the owner's manual, um, then you're okay. Okay, we're going to move on. Gary's going to stay with us through, excuse me, Rick is going to stay with us through the end of this break. So if you have that tire question, you need to call quick at 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. We're going to move on to Gary, who is with the United States Justice Federation, and he's got this breaking news on this Senate bill. Welcome, Gary. Oh, thank you, Governor. I appreciate you joining us so much this morning. Can you? I know a lot of the audience may not have heard anything about this. Can you kind of give them an idea about what this? I guess you call it the black box bill. <laughs> Right. Uh, the uh, Depart- U.S. Department of Transportation has uh, initiated a bill, which is now passed out of the Senate and gone to the House of Representatives, which would require the installation of a black box similar to what is on planes in every car uh, in the United States that's uh, going to be built uh, as of the effective date of, of the legislation. And the government is saying, that, oh, well, this is just for safety purposes and to collect uh, demographic information. But the reality is that it has a lot more potential than that. First of all, it has the ability to give the government uh, the position of every car with this on it every minute of the day across the United States. All right, Gary, I hate to to cut you off because he's right in the middle of a roll. We're going to find out a lot about this bill in the next segment of the Christian Car Guy Show. Plus, we're going to take your calls on your moment of truth. You call us, 866-348-7884. A lot more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. Thank you. 
What was your moment of truth? When was it that you found out, wow, Congress has got this going on. They're fixing to pass a bill where they can record our every movement. What's going on with all that? We've got uh, Gary Creep here with us with the United States Justice Foundation. I've been sending Federation. It's the foundation, which, by the way, this is all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can find links to the National Tire Safety Week, to this legislation, what's going on with the United States Justice Foundation, Gary, et cetera, is all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus is Labor of Love. If you need to connect with our Christian Toyota guy, Dan Santarelli, you got a Toyota question, or maybe you got a question for one of our mechanics, as always, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. If you missed part of the po- this, this show and you're like, man, I needed to hear more about the tires, you need to... You've got to go into Walmart, and you're going to miss out on what Gary's going to share. You can always go later to ChristianCarGuy.com and download the podcast, and you can listen to the show anytime that's convenient for you. Well, Gary, getting back to this legislation, uh, I'm I'm curious about the black boxes it's described. Is this like in an airplane where it's going to record your every conversation as well as, uh, you know, what the car's doing? Well, uh, l- l- let me let me start on a slightly different tack. Uh, the, your Bible study today is Ezekiel 33, 1 through 6. Now, that's, uh, for those uh, who don't have a Bible handy, that's the watchman on the wall provision. And what it says, for those not familiar with it, is that uh, if the enemy approaches and the guard on the wall warns the people inside and they do nothing, then their their blood is upon their heads. But if the enemy approaches and the guard on the wall does not warn the people inside the wall to prepare them, their blood is upon his head. And that's how I view uh, what I do is is I try to give out warnings to people so that they can be prepared to defend themselves in this uh, in this worldly uh, country that we're in, where Christianity is reviled and harassed. So, but getting back to the specific issue, uh, it, it depends. Uh, the answer to your question is it depends on who you listen to. If you listen to the uh, the propaganda that's being put out by the government, then, oh, no, they would never do that. They would never listen in on what you say. They would never uh, track you. They would never do anything. Uh, but the reality is, is that it's all there. This is going to be an instrumentality that will be mandated to be put in, in every car if this legislation passes the uh, House of Representatives signed into law. And since it's the Obama administration pushing it, it's it's likely to be signed into law if, if it passes the House of Representatives. And a lot of the Republicans are supporting it on the basis uh, of allegedly uh, good reasons, because they want to uh, try to uh, be uh, help people to be safe and to learn more about driving and all that. But the reality is that the insurance companies are pushing this because it'll help them fight claims better. If you have a box, and this is how it's actually described, if you have a box that will tell you if somebody uh, was you know, going one mile an hour over the uh, speed limit, well, that's grounds to deny your claim. Uh, if you have a box that says, well, you broke, uh, you braked uh, two seconds too late, then that could be grounds to deny your claim. If you have, uh, if, if you're in an accident and the brakes failed and the box erroneously reports that the brakes are fine, then that's grounds to deny your claim. So this is something that's being pushed by the insurance companies as a way to save money, while at the same time pushing the cost of it all onto the consumers, because Every time there's an add-on to a car, guess who pays for it? Well, the consumers do. And then you have the companies that are going to make billions of dollars by manufacturing and installing all these mandated uh, new uh, devices. And the question is, uh, as you raised, uh, are people going to be able to listen in on what's going on? Now, you say, well, that's far-fetched, that's science fiction. But let me 
tell you about a couple of other things that uh, uh, one other bill that the Department of Justice was pushing uh, last year, and that bill would have barred the use of cell phones in all vehicles. Uh, what they were pushing at that time was a mandate to have all car dealers install a device which would have barred the sending of any phone signal in or out of any vehicle. Not only would it have barred all uh, phone signals in and out of any vehicle, whether from the driver or from the passenger, but it would have barred all texting, and it would have created a sphere, of, of, according to the uh, reviews of the technology, of about five feet out of the car. So that means that anyone walking along the sidewalk, anyone sitting in a sidewalk cafe, anyone in a vehicle that does not have the device next to you would all be barred from using their phone. Well, getting getting you, back to the to the black box one, um, so you know, going back to that piece of legislation, it has currently passed the Senate. Yes. So all it needs to do is pass the House, right? And and so people can actually contact their congressman right now and say, please, please look hard at this particular piece of legislation. I feel like it's going to mess with my freedom in a number of different ways. Uh, That's right. Not just the fact that you know, they're in my car and they know where I'm at, et cetera, et cetera. And they can use that information later if, if, if something even, you know, worse begins some conspiracy. But even currently, I'm concerned about how the insurance companies may use this against me. You know, those kind of things about a good letter that, or how would you propose they write their congressman? Well, I would say that uh, I would, because we don't know what the House bill number is. We just know what the Senate bill number is because they give it a, a different number. We, uh, I would suggest people write their member of Congress uh, and say, I, I want you to pose the House version of, of Senate Bill 1830. Uh, I don't want any black boxes in my car. And when uh, the response goes back, well, but this is a safety measure trying to protect you, uh, the response should be, no, this is an intrusion on my privacy. Now, as, as anyone, I, I've been an attorney for over 36 years, and I grew up in an insurance family. I'm well aware of, of how insurance aid, uh, companies uh, try to defend themselves. And this is just a way for uh, insurance companies to make it easier uh, for, uh, to defend against claims. Now, there, there are other aspects of this. Number one, you've got a tremendous amount of data collection that's going to go on from this black box. And the question is, who's going to get access to that data? Uh, well, the government, obviously, because they're the ones that are mandating this. But you know, whose else is this going to go to? Uh, a number of there were some car companies, and forgive me, I, I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, some car companies opposed this. They thought it was an intrusion of privacy, so they opposed the installing of the black the black box. But they were overruled by the Department of, uh, of Transportation and also by other car dealers because. Understand that if someone sues a company, the the uh, the Maverick and the Pinto cars of from Ford in the 70s, where they had a number of of accidents, and they ultimately there was class action suits saying the cars uh, were inherently uh, unsafe. Well, this is going to this type of uh, data they're going to collect is going to be able to be used presumably by the car company to say, oh no, the cars are all safe. It's always driver error that does it. Well, there may be a little driver error, but if a tire is inherently unsafe or a, a, a part of the car is the accelerator sticks or whatever it is that's inherent in the vehicle, uh, these data is going to be able to be used to fight all this, whether rightly or wrongly. And the problem was is, is that the, the consumer loses. It'll be harder to get claims 
uh, paid for if they're in an accident. It'll be harder to, to get just compensation if the car is defective. And it's going to cost the uh, everybody more because you know the car dealer is going to pass on the cost of, of these uh, instrumentalities. So are they actually, to, are they going to, uh, Gary, I hate to interrupt you, but are they actually going to, like in my case, I drive a 1995 Dodge Dakota. Are they going to enforce that I install one of these in my car? No, this bill only provides for new cars, not not for old cars. So all cars newly being built will be required to have these. If I the see, so it's, it's just a manufacturing. Well, Gary, we appreciate your update. God bless you. We, we thank you the work you're doing there at the, again, United States <laughs> Justice Foundation. Let me say it right. And, again, you can find all that information at ChristianCarGuy.com. I appreciate you being with, on with us today, Gary. Thank you for everyone on your show, and God bless you. God bless you. Well, that's quite an update and a mouthful, something you need to be aware of. And we always need to have people out there watching our Congress to see what they might be passing, and you, you might have a different view on that legislation. You feel free to call us at 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. But getting back to our moment of truth, Dan, you had one just, was that a year or so ago when you it went on? October of 2010. Um, I had been uh, not feeling so good for about a week. And uh, here my neighbor is a nurse over at Forsyth Medical Center. And I've been talking to her about it. And uh, at one point on a Saturday, I thought I really was, but she said, you know, you need to get in to see a doctor. Well, I had made an appointment to go in to see him. And two days before I was supposed to go and see him, I was walking on the lot and uh, I ran out of breath. And I did make it back to the to my office, but uh, somebody sensed that there was something wrong and they came back and they took me over to the hospital and I spent five days. And I had all kinds of heart procedures. I had a stress test. I had... All kinds of testing, and the last one I had, I had to end up having a hard calf. And everything was fine, but nobody knew what happened. But that was the moment of truth that I thought, you know, what is going to happen, you know, if I do, you know, if I am having heart problems, you know. Yeah, it's just like that. And and we're going to use that as a segue into our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Crowd for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding I had this moment of truth one time, Dan. I had a normal day going. It was in May of 2007. Everything seemed just fine. And the Chrysler auditors, they come in and they did an an annual audit. That was just part of what they did because we were with Chrysler Financial. And this particular day, they knocked on my office door and then, Mr. Delmore, we need to see you. And I was like, great. And they came in and they sat across my desk. And here came, you know, a moment (laughs) of truth. (laughs) They said, "Uh, Mr. Delmore, you're showing... $500,000 more in your checking account than you have. Now, that's a moment of truth, I'm just telling you. (laughs) Naturally, I thought, you're out of your mind. There's no way that I'm, you know, what, you know, I call my office manager in there, what's going on? Well, that moment that they shared the truth with me, that was the truth, by the way. It was actually, when it was all said and done, it wasn't just my checking account. There was over a million dollars in assets that were gone. Now, in that one moment, everything changed in my life, and for a long time has changed since then, in that one moment. But see, that had been going on. There were things that were going on at the dealership behind my back and illegal and all this stuff that led to people going to prison. But that had been going on for a long, long time. But in one moment, 
in one moment, the truth comes out and every single thing changes. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, I was studying Isaiah 15 this week. And uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. Me and Matthew Henry, we're looking at that. In Isaiah 15, he's talking about Moab and the destruction of Moab. And he says, he says it twice in the first two verses of Isaiah 15. This Dion's going to be Dion's going to be destroyed in one night. Coath is going to be destroyed in one night. And, and as I was studying that, I thought, well, that's interesting. In one night, everything changed for Moab, but did it really? Because God had been storing up wrath for Moab for some time, ever since Lot and his daughters, right? And then you remember the scene when the Israelites were trying to cross the desert and they tried to curse the Israelites and, you know, the whole guy with the donkey scene. <laughs> and then the Moabite women came in and they seduced. So they've been going up against Israel for some time. So was it really just a moment of truth? Or was it that, that we just aren't aware of the truth until that one moment? You see the difference? It's like my son-in-law. How long had those cancer cells been building in his body or when I had cancer before I found out, Mr. Mr. Dilmore, you have cancer or you have a heart issue, Dan? How long had the plaque been building up in your vein? You know, all these things. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, that one moment, here comes the truth. Now, here's the, there's, there's good news on the moment of truth stuff because as I thought about all these moments of truth in my own life, the moment I was diagnosed with cancer, you know, when I got crushed between the two cars, everything changed in a moment. Everything changed in a moment. But you know what? When I looked at all those different moments, they had no meaning really in the long, in the big, big scheme of things. Even the moment when Chrysler told me I was short all that money. In the big scheme of things, there was one moment of truth that was so huge. And, in, and I bet a lot of our listeners had a similar moment of truth. In John 18, 37, actually, Pilate was there before Jesus or Jesus was actually there before Pilate. You could make an argument either way. <laughs> but Jesus answered Pilate, and he said, Rightly, you say that I'm a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I came into the world, that I would bear witness to the truth. And everyone is of the truth hears my voice. And what is the truth? The truth is that Jesus came to pay the price for my sin and for yours. And if you can accept that truth, that's in a moment. In a moment, everything changes, right? Every, your, your future destination changes. You've got this wonderful mansion that we're now reserving, mansion number 275 for Dan, and, and, and oh, the Golden Street there, yeah, that one, number 236. Or if you don't choose it, everything changes too. So please, we have one seat in the smoking section for Dan Santarelli. <laughs> You know, what's going on there? So in one moment, everything can change, but everything can change drastically based on whether or not you accept the truth. And so a moment of truth, have you had one of those? Well, we're going to get a few more moments of truth. We want to hear yours. We'd love to hear how God walked you through a moment of truth. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We're going to talk about your car's moment of truth with Dan when we come back. Stay tuned.
in a moment, in one moment, you can accept this free gift and everything changes. Everything can change for you, not just your future destination, but what goes on, you know, with the rest of your life and how you live it. And all those things can change in a twinkling of an eye. You're a new creation. And wow, we just pray anybody listening to this right now is thinking, wow, maybe I do need to do that. You know what? You can pull over on the side of the road right now and pray a simple prayer. Say, Lord, you know what? I'm going to accept that free gift. I'm going to admit that I've been going the wrong direction, that I'm a sinner. And Lord, would you please come and rule over my life and show me the direction to go and change everything in that moment, change your future destination? What a great thing to pray. We would love to help you in any way, shape, or form if you need help in that way at christiancarguy.com or any, any place on truthnetwork.com. Obviously, we can, we can help you out with those kind of things. But there's a moment of truth as well for cars, aren't there, Dan? There's as much as Robbie hates to admit it, this is not anything that I find easy to admit because old red's out there, 330,000. I'm, I'm going to make a big moment when we go 333, 330, you know, so that we're one-third of a million miles. But see, old red's been taken care of and it's been maintained. So when it had, you know, those oil change issues or it needed treads or whatever it needed, you know, I always have tried to provide. But if you don't do those kind of things, there comes a moment in truth where your car is not safe to drive anymore. And, and things rust through. The, the subframe can be rusted, and you really literally cannot save certain cars. It's the moment of truth. And at that point in time, <laughs> right, Dan? It's yeah. time to think about something. And, and so that's a real discernment issue. And what are some of the things that you see, Dan, as, as selling cars every day where people have come to that moment of truth? Gas mileage, safety? Yeah, it, it's a, uh, the biggest thing today is the gas mileage. Uh, you know, this is supposed to be a big year for all your manufacturers to sell cars because people have been driving cars for over 10 years, the same car. And 10? What are you talking about? Old Red's 15, 20? Yeah, it's over 10. <laughs> but, I mean, it is amazing people have kept these cars going. I mean, I know that you take care of your vehicle, but there's a lot of people that don't take care of them. And you just sit back and you wonder... How? Because yeah, it's not. It? It's not safe. It is not safe. It, now, it, it, I'll it. give you a, a quick, quick one. A couple of weeks ago, one of the other sales associates sold a, a Toyota Prius to a gentleman and his wife, and they were driving an old Saturn. And it was all put together. The guy had an electrical cord on it to to run a generator in the back. The passenger seat apparently broke at one time, and he built a wood frame out of two by fours. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I had. I wish I could have taken a picture of this car. I mean, it, there was not one thing that was safe about the car, but that was his transportation. Yeah, that's the thing that people really need. To, but he kept it because there's nothing more valuable than the you know the cargo yeah. that you're carrying. It could be your family, your wife, your daughter, and so yeah, there does come a point. Yeah. If you have, but the car has got to be safe. And so don't ever listen to me and say, well, Robbie, you said I need to keep it for 30 years. Yes, you do. As long as you maintain it properly and it's safe. You go by the owner's manual, by, because the people that engineered that car, they didn't make a wood frame for the seat for a reason. They knew that wood wouldn't stand up. And when the seat starts to demolish, bad, bad things can happen in an accident. And, and so you, you got to be aware that even though you can be sitting stopped at a stoplight, Somebody can slam into the back of you. You could be the safest driver ever, and, and somebody can still, you know, get you. You know, we just watched a video a few weeks ago 
uh, that Toyota provided uh, an old Cadillac back in the 60s. Got hit right at the window post. Oh, yeah, and there's a world of the difference. The car, I so, mean, you think that car would be, but it disintegrated. There's a big difference in the safety. So make sure you're doing that. I want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy show this morning. Certainly it's our listeners that make the show. We, my good friend, our Christian Toyota guy, Dan Santarelli, with Modern Toyota. If you're in that area, in the area here in Winston-Salem, be sure and, ask, be sure and go by and ask for Dan, the modern guy. Gary Creep, the United States Justice Foundation. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as, long, as well as Rick Brennan with Kumo Tires. What a great guest he was. And Alex, our new producer, which he's doing a great job. Mandel, our engineer. Remember that Jesus is labor, love, free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. Find out about that at ChristianCarGuy.com. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And have you had that real moment of truth? I'm talking about where Jesus and you got together and you got to see what the truth really is because the truth will set you free. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.